best wife that I could be to you, the best mom to the kids. I'm trying to be a good friend out there. Yeah, absolutely. The best insurance agent there is. You're doing a damn thing, ain't you? I'm trying. You're I am. You're doing a damn thing, and I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. I'm happy to be with you. Mm. That's what's up. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm having a good week, you know. Um, well, you know, you spilled the beans last week about our... Um, our move, and, and you got me in a lot of trouble with some people who I hadn't spoken to yet. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> my, so what you mean I got you in trouble? You got me. Listen here. My, my brother, shout out my brother Josh, Joshua Lyles, who, uh, who watches our show every week while he's at work. Okay. All right? Oh, I probably shouldn't say that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he watches. So anyway, he watches us, you know what I'm saying, every, each night, each week. And um, apparently he started watching last week's episode and texts me like explicitive in his Christian way. <laughs> <laughs> Why the explicitive Christian cuss? I mean, did I not know that you was moving to Houston? Why do I have to watch your podcast? Wait a minute, did you say you're Christian cuss? Yeah, he, you know, you know. <laughs> My mom and my brother, they Christian cut. They, they Elaborate. Christian you know, I, I remember growing up, you know, my mom would say, you John Brown kids. I used to think John Brown was my real daddy, okay? <laughs> I never knew what John Brown was. But, you know, my, my brother, you know, he ninja, white, uh, freak. <laughs> freak. Ninja, white, freak. White, a freak. Do I have to find out from a podcast that my brother is moving to Texas? Explicitive, explicitive, explicitive. <laughs> when I see you, I'm gonna put my explicitive, explicitive up your explicitive. I was like, oh, oh, he meant that, and it's my little bro. You know what I'm saying? So you got me in trouble with my bro, so I, I had to go ahead and I had to make sure I, I informed everyone that needed to be informed, you know, about our big decision, about our move, and what we was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you definitely spilled the beans early on me. But it's all good. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm just excited. And I thought that you shared it with everyone. My bad. You know I got a big family. I got to go down the list, man. But normally, okay, how it is in my family, if I tell one person, it mm -hmm. normally trickles down. Absolutely. I, I normally share it with my mom. Well, Once you know I tell my mom, it spreads. Absolutely. And I dig it. <laughs> It wasn't no big problem. Hey, it's all love. Me and my brother got to hang out this past weekend and 
spend some good time together. So it was, it was beautiful anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it actually it was a good thing that you spilled the beans because it gave us an excuse to go ahead and hang out this yes. weekend. So that was cool. And hello to my friend, Nikila, Miss B&B. What up, Nikila? She said, hey, my favorite couple. That's what's up. Yes. So let's go ahead and get into today's topic. Oh, oh, you want to just jump right into it. I'm ready to jump into it. I okay. mean, bef- okay, before we jump into it, is there something that you would like no, to share? No, no, you already said you want to jump into it, so yes, we're going to jump I, into it. Yes, I am ready to jump into it. Well, on social media. Of course, it's always. <laughs> yes, I was out there in the social media streets. And I keep finding the question, what do you bring to the table? Men want to know. As they're dating, what do women bring to the table? As is that appropriate? Women, right? Is that an appropriate question, first of all? Um, I think it's a way to ask it. I mean, I think when you're getting to know someone, like it's just like being an interview when they say, tell me a little bit about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you want to know like what it is. And I think sometimes you can decipher from a conversation some of the things that a person is into, some of the, some of the things that they're interested in, some of their goals. And things like that. When you ask questions like that, like, what are some of your goals? You know, what what is it that you, you how do you see yourself? No, nah, this isn't what are your goals. This is what can you bring to the MF and table? <laughs> oh, we're Christian, Christian cussing. cussing. We're Christian cussing. Okay, we're going Christian cuss. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and just, let's just get into, there There was a video that you're, you're referencing, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to just play the video. See what sis had to say because this thing it was all over our timeline. Yes, everybody was commenting, everybody was sharing. It's some you know different points of views and um, on it. So we're just gonna go ahead and play it, and then okay. we'll go ahead and talk about some of the points that she made. Okay. Because you're a female, have somebody. Because you followed me back. I'm gonna try to say this as delicately as I possibly can, but money is quite literally the only thing a lot of cishet men bring to the table the only thing a lot of cishet men bring to the table no because really think about it most of you guys can't stay faithful most of you don't possess emotional intelligence so women are left doing the emotional labor in the relationship most of y'all don't carry your weight when it comes to the housework or the children and most of you guys can't satisfy women sexually which means the bulk of your value stems from how much money you make on top of that a lot of cishet men don't even like women so why are we acting like this isn't a two-way street The same way women will enter relationships with men solely for money is the same way in which men enter relationships with women for consistent sex. Women don't seek out men with money because we're just manipulative users by nature. It's because we see through men, and we know that if we attach ourselves to someone who barely sees us as a person, we may as well be getting something out of it. Okay, first of all, who the hell is most of y'all? Because I don't know most of y'all, okay? It's cishet men. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I don't need you not to be using cishet because she we just said, had to Google what the hell, what the hell is a cishet man? But we'll, that, that's neither here nor there. So go ahead. Let's dive into that. You know, some of her comments. Um, okay. How do you feel about what she said? Well, let's break it down a little bit. Okay. So the first thing that she said is money is quite literally the only thing that a lot of cishead men bring to the table. Okay. And I would say, and. 
<laughs> no, no, I mean, that's a serious conversation. No, it, it really is. It really is. So if money is the only thing that you can bring to the table, what really do you have? I mean, if you take the money away, what's left? I mean, that's a good question. I think it goes back to, you know, like, really, this the, this conversation stems from that the old question, which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Mm-hmm. That's the way I see it. So mm-hmm. basically, what, 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 what we're dealing with here is, okay, so... Are women gold diggers, or do or do men just put so much value on money over everything else that that's all women have to really value about a man? That's what it sounds like she's saying to me. That's the question, right? Am, am I? Would you agree with that? Yes, yes, I agree with that. Um, I believe that it's definitely important for a man to have money. For one, in my opinion, or anyone for that matter. And you know, I'm a firm believer. I tell the kids, if you are not financially secure, you have no business dating. Okay. At all. So, yes, I do agree that money should be on the top of the list. However, you need more attributes. And that's that's what my question is. So, and, and I'm not, first of all, I don't, I can't say that I agree that most men only bring money to the table. Hold on. Okay. But what? But what I will ask you is, aside from money, what is most valuable to you from a man? I need a lot. Exactly. <laughs> Talk about no, it. Break it down. Well, my requirements. I require a lot. Well, I require a lot from myself. From myself. So I'm gonna require the same things that I require from myself for from a man. So, for instance. I need for a man to be emotionally stable for me. Okay. And what does that mean, emotionally? I don't want a man that is disconnected to the point where the only thing that he can focus on is money because it's the it's number one on his list, the cishead man. Okay. Does that make sense? I mean, it makes sense, but I don't think that men are necessarily emotionally disconnected just because they prioritize their career or and making money and taking care of their family. Okay, like let's 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 look at it. A lot for a lot of us, and not just men. A lot of men and women mm-hmm. who have been taught that that is a man's role mm-hmm. to financially take care of his family. So a lot of men make that their priority. And they do find their value. I will admit, a lot of men do find their value, hold their value in the amount of money that they make. However, it tends to me to seem like a lot of women with those expectations hold that same value. So to me, it's like, how can you call him whatever because he he puts that first on his list when that's what you expect from him? And, And if a man isn't doing that, then all of a sudden he's all these other things that are negative. Well, okay, and I want to... Hello, Alfie. Alfie said she's talking like a single lady. And that's, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And that's why, that was my my initial response, was like, she has to be single because, to me, you're projecting something. Mm-hmm. And for you to say most men, it has to be most men that you're dealing with. Because it sounds like think. something happened to sis and she's sick of it. Yeah. She's sick of it she's sick of these men not being emotionally well she she made a point okay 
I mean, there's, okay, I ain't even going to get on that because we're going to get into the notes. But I want to go back to what you were originally talking okay. about. A man should, he should definitely take care of his family financially. But it's more to that. You have to be yeah. connected to your spouse. You have to know when your spouse is overwhelmed. You mm -hmm. need to know mm -hmm. how to, Pastor, Todd, Pastor Todd said, we ain't got to put anything nicely. There just you go. <laughs> just, just say it. Just tell it how it is. We need for you guys to just like, we, I feel like it just got, it's, it's to the point now where we do so much for our family. Mm -hmm. We do so much for our husbands. We do so much for our friends that we want someone to pour that back into us. Absolutely. And I, I totally agree with that. And I totally understand that. You know, like you and I, we, we, we talked about this before on the show, back when we were talking about gender roles. Mm -hmm. um, you know, our our household doesn't run strictly on gender roles. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we do what's needed for the house. You know, and it's nothing for us, to, for me to be like, hey, babe, let's, let's just go out. Yeah. You know, we I, dinner's cooked, Look, the kids yep. are taken care of, and that's fine. And we need that. And we need that. But you said something that I think is very very um, important. You said most spouse, and to Alfie's point, this sounds like a single woman. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that there aren't spouses who maybe devalue their mm -hmm. wives, but I think most times in most relationships, most marriages, you will find a man trying to do the best that he can to provide whatever is needed Mm -hmm. For his household, for mm -hmm. his family, yeah. Um, you know, you'll, you'll find like the the black woman is the most educated uh, individual right mm -hmm. now in the country, yes. right? And they're ex excelling in business and mm -hmm. in, in their careers. So you you sometimes you even have a man, a husband who may not make as much as his wife, mm -hmm. right? So you'll find men who maybe will do certain things that would typically be considered a female role, mm -hmm. you know. Um, such as you know, such as cooking or uh, helping kids with homework or whatever the case may be you know what I'm saying but I, I think that you know when you when you say most men I have a hard I have a hard time when you generalize anything okay? well I'm going I'm basing this off of what the young lady yeah, said. yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I'm talking about my my thing is to her because that's not our yeah. issue and I get that yeah. I understand that you know that's not our issue you know but you know when you start to generalize say most men, they don't do this. They can't do that. No, most men you deal with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Go yeah. ahead. And Alfie said stability, encouragement, balance. We are mentally wired different. Men are judged on how they how their family is provided for. That is true. That's very true. He also said we are judged on how family are provided for. Men are to lead but not dominate. Exactly. That's, that's so important. Not, you know, to that point. Um, Good point, we, we are we are judged on how our family is provided for. Mm -hmm. When we were at the dealership, right, mm -hmm. looking at your Lexus, mm -hmm. what did the Lexus dealer tell you? This car is going to be a reflection <laughs> to everyone about your husband. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> this is going yeah. to reflect your husband. Yes. Yeah, you get to drive it, <laughs> but it's a reflection on your husband. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so when you get into talking about men and, and, and what and what we do, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. 
you know what I'm saying? When it, when it comes to finances and our career making money, mm-hmm. yeah, but if we don't, nine times out of ten, yeah. especially a single woman, she's going to look for someone who can. Yeah, I mean, that's a point. That's definitely a point. Yeah. I mean, great point taken. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, I say, I speak it like it is. Huh. And since we're talking about single people, I, I believe this is a hard time to date now. Absolutely. People are just different. I would hate to be out there single right now. It seems mm-hmm. lonely. It's depressing. Absolutely. It's like trying to find a needle in a haystack. And I think that's how people come up with questions like this. Because do you feel that a lot of men, I don't care if they say that they don't want to get married, are they subconsciously looking for a wife? Um, I believe so. With questions like that, just, uh, and, and I say questions like that because I remember a post that I was tagged into. It was a man that was just basically saying that women don't bring anything to the table besides service. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I say that because when I was looking and I wasn't okay when I was when I was thinking about marriage, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't need service. Mm-hmm. I remember a conversation that you that you and I had. You were like, I don't know what I bring as far as that goes because you do everything. Mm-hmm. I can cook. Mm-hmm. I clean. Mm-hmm. I I do my own laundry. You know what I'm saying? I, I do all kinds of things. So I don't need a woman for that. Now, is, a, is it nice? When but my a wife, helpmate. Exactly. Is it nice when my wife helps and assists and we do these things together? But And but you the, sure wasn't complaining when I just washed your clothes this weekend. I loved it. And that's, and that's the thing. <laughs> but, but, but you did it because it's, it was something that it was to help the house. Yeah. Not because... I'm incapable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't marry you because I'm incapable. Yeah. So when I was looking for a wife, I needed somebody that could help me through life. Mm-hmm. Not just, not service. Mm-hmm. Somebody that can help, that could I can see myself in. Someone that when I look at you, I'm inspired. You know, I want to, I want to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, I've told you this plenty of times. Like, I wake up sometimes and like, I don't feel like, and then look over yeah, but I got it. You know what I mean? So that's what that's what I I'm looking for in in a wife. Um and and I get it. You know, a lot of a lot of people and I think you have two schools of thinking. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of old school men and women, you know, who are very stern about what their idea of roles in the marriage are. And then you have this new school of thinking that says F all of that. Mm-hmm. And who just want to buck against, you know what I mean? But I, I think we have to find somewhere in the middle. Right. We really have to find somewhere in the middle. You know, and um, I don't think that just because I, I am prioritizing the financial stability of my family, that that means I'm slacking in other areas of the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, just because as I may be doing that, my wife is picking up these other things. That doesn't mean... That mm-hmm. if she, when she needs me, I'm not available. Right. That doesn't mean that I can't look at her and be like, hey, babe, I got this this time. Yeah. I got this right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, it definitely don't mean that I ain't, <laughs> I ain't sexually satisfied. <laughs> I just want to put that out there right now. So I don't know who she's dealing with and who most of these men are who ain't sexually satisfying their women. Well, I also believe to the young ladies' defense 
sex is a mental thing, and if you are not connected, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it's it. I, I, no, no to I, a, do, like, I do agree. In, it in it will turn into a chore if into, you are not connected. Yes, in a relationship. Yeah. Right. And, and But I think that goes to, again, being single. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of times, these women aren't valuing themselves mm-hmm. to require an emotional connection. Yeah, you know, you you let a man buy you a bag, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and now you you let him like that's that's what it costs, mm-hmm. and now you want to complain that you're not sex, sexually satisfied. Well, he probably in that in that sense doesn't feel like it, he has to. Mm-hmm. He already satisfied you with the bag. With the bag. Yeah. Okay, now it's time for you to satisfy me. <laughs> okay? So, but but in a marriage, I think, no, I know. It's, it's totally different. Yeah, it is. You know, I'm so about meeting your needs. And you are so about yeah. meeting my needs. That's what a marriage is about. Exactly. And it's just not, it's not about me. Right. It's, it's, it's about us. It's about us. It's about us. So when you when you talking about all this, you know, and and that's the other thing I think, like in a marriage, like say for instance, I I ha- I do display some emotional uh, lack of emotional intelligence. Okay. Yeah, because that's something that right? she brought up as well. Well, we're in a relationship, we're in a marriage, that becomes a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That becomes a conversation. That becomes some, because I'm not going to sit here and, and say that I'm always emotionally available. I'm not going to sit here and say that I am always in tune to your needs. But you put great effort right, into I do. it. I yeah. Do. yeah. But it, it, it doesn't suggest that I'm always mm-hmm. on top yeah. or I always know, you know, like there could be sometimes where I could say something because I'm very blunt, mm-hmm. straightforward, and I could say something that may rub the wrong way. I may not have meant it, but it rubbed the wrong way. Okay. But there's a conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and I think that's what a lot of things, a lot of um, relationships are lacking that that conversation. Yeah. Like we don't just because if you're if you're dealing with a man who is emotionally unavailable, unintelligent, well then you are allowing that. Yeah. At the end of the day, you are allowing that. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have that conversation with that man. You and I just had a very difficult conversation very the other difficult. day. Very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But with that comes growth. Yeah. And so that's the thing that I think a lot of people, when they make these general statements, is what they're lacking. Mm -hmm. They never had to be put in a relationship to where it mattered enough Mm -hmm. to work on it. Yeah. And that's the bottom line for me. Yeah. Oof. Oh, let me get to. I'm hitting them, y'all. You you are. Okay. I'm hitting them. So, Alfie said, 25 years of marriage experience speaking. You need to be a whole person to build a great marriage. Two half people can't make a, a whole marriage. That's true. And he also said men, men and half, well, let me see, probably men have to learn how to listen when it comes to sexually satisfying their wife. We must understand what they desire and become very affluent at performing. At that level. That's um, true. That's absolutely. true. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Exactly. You know, and I think again, and I, and you know what, I, I appreciate our brother's mm-hmm. comments because yeah. it goes back to 
the difference between some marriages and being mm-hmm. single. Yeah. Okay? Because... And he's 25 years in. 25 years in. You know, it's, it's like when you're... Too many people. I'm not even going to say men. Too many people. Because, let's be honest, most of us didn't come into marriage virgins. Mm-hmm. We have our experiences. And too many people rely on their past experience with sex to please the person that they are currently in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. And what I did for this person may not be what this person needs. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, again, we have to communicate. And you know what? And to, to, to this point, most times if you find a man who is into you, who loves you, he wants to please you mm-hmm. sexually. Mm-hmm. And if you have a conversation with him, and it, and there's a way to have that conversation. You know what I'm saying? But if you have that conversation with him, it, you know what? I'm a, Can I be real? Be real. I can remember. <laughs> and, and, and it applies. Because I can remember in my 20s the first time I learned how to sexually satisfy a woman. It's because that woman, in the moment, said, don't move. <laughs> <laughs> it was the simplest, yeah. don't move. Mm-hmm. And she held me and moved her body. Mm-hmm. But it taught me then mm-hmm. to pay it. You have to pay attention yes. to her. And you pay attention. You she do. Damn straight. You do. You pay attention <laughs> to everything. Everything. And men, listen. Like, this is... Take notes. Yeah, I, I, like, I, take I, notes. I, I pay attention. Yeah, so 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 for all of y'all uh, brothers with the good morning beautifuls in my wife's inbox, <laughs> you might as well stop it. Because <laughs> I pay close attention. You pay close attention. <laughs> okay. All right. I know we got a platform. Y'all see the, the, the post. Y'all see the profile pic. Good morning. Yeah, go ahead. Listen, for the record, I I don't like that. We know. I don't like that at all. I really don't. So I wish they stopped. Yeah, so, so <laughs> that, but that's the thing. It's like there are so many ways to communicate what you desire sexually. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you're talking about most men don't, it's because you don't know how to communicate it. Mm-hmm. That's just the way I feel about it. Yes. You know, maybe you don't, maybe you don't know what you need mm-hmm. sexually. You know what I'm saying? So we have to, we have to work together mm-hmm. in this thing. And not to veer off because sex is very important, mm-hmm. but as women, we need a little bit more. I Absolutely. think it's important to us that men step up their game. Like take us, especially Like, if you are out of the dating phase and you are married, take your spouse out on a date. How how important is that? How would you? Very important. Very important. Like, people people who have been tuning in to us, they know that we have a Mm -hmm. very blended family. Um, And at different times, there have been, at one time, there was nine people in our home. Right? Yeah. There's like nine people in our home. And... So there, it was very important. We had all the parents. Yes. <laughs> all the parents, all the kids. You know, so so it was very important for us to be able to step away. Have stolen moments. Stolen moments. And, it, it, you know, a stolen moment for us can be as simple as, hey, ride to the store with me. Yes. And you don't always have to spend money, although spending money is really nice. It, it's nice. <laughs> but it's just 
ride to the store with me. I mean, let's let's go to the park. Let's take a walk. Men surprise her. Like pack a pack a lunch and take her out on a picnic. Dude, yeah, like yeah, I don't know. just no, I'm <laughs> you, you wouldn't do that? You I wouldn't. would, I would, but I don't know where we would go for a picnic. But yeah, you got Texas. <laughs> There's nothing like a stolen moment, you yes. know. Um, it, you and I got so accustomed to wing night, yes, that when we walk in, the waiter doesn't even ask for our order. They he know exactly puts, what we he want. He just puts it in. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Because that was our time to get away. Um, we're we're very big on just hey, I'm about to run such and such. Come ride with me. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, kids are here. They're fine. We, you yeah. know, they're all taken care of. They're old enough to, you know, look after themselves. Let's just go. Yeah, and just talk. I mean, we have great conversations. Mm-hmm. I, I love our stolen moments. I mean, walk through the the mall. I mean, what 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 else would you suggest for you, men? To you know do? what? I, I I tell you, I tell you this. I anyone who knows me knows that I'm a gym rat. Mm-hmm. All right, my wife hates the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm a gym rat. I'm gonna go. I have a gym in my basement. It's laid out. I have everything that I need in there. I go in there and I get it in. Mm-hmm. My wife likes to go to the track mm-hmm. and just walk. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily my thing. But she came to me the other day, like, "Hey, I'm about to go to the track. You want to come with me?" Yeah. All right. I'll go. I'll get ready to go do. My, I could. I could easily go downstairs to get mm-hmm. on my piece of equipment, mm-hmm. hit it like I want to. But no. Let's just go to the track because that's where she's that's where she's going to be. And those laps went by so fast. We had great conversation. conversation. We enjoyed one Absolutely. another. And yes, I appreciate that. And those small little moments mean more to me than anything. Absolutely. And it means a lot to me too. You know what I'm saying? It means a lot for me, a lot to me to make my wife happy. Yeah, to put a smile on her face, to n- let her know that she matters to me. You know, just just today, I was I was in the shower and I was thinking. And I got out and I made sure I told her, I'm so excited to be making these moves with you. You know, what I'm saying? and sometimes it's just that's not being, and that doesn't take a lot of emotional intelligence. Yeah, it's just being able to express exactly what you feel. Mm-hmm. So you know, what I'm saying so. Emotional intelligence doesn't always have to be about being, for lack of a better word, soft. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or all touchy-feely. No, it's just, hey, this is what I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to express that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's sometimes all it takes. Yep, that's it. Well, let's Best go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm going to read the comments and then we're going to... Um, run some commercials for our okay. sponsors. So, Alfie said, being a husband or a wife is a learned skill. You are not born with it. You have to study and learn what the what that means and the requirements to make your spouse life better. Bless y'all. Love my brother and sister. Y'all doing an awesome job. Thank you, Appreciate Alfie. You, we bro. love you. Appreciate Thank you so much. So, we're going to go ahead. We're going to run a couple sponsors and we will be Right back. All right, so we back. Mm. 
So if you were not married and you were on a date and a woman asked you, what could you bring to the table? Would you be offended by that question? I wouldn't be offended. Okay. And the reason I wouldn't be offended is because I'm confident in the person that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I am mature enough to realize that for a successful relationship, it's important for two people to know that. Mm-hmm. It's important to know that, you know, before we waste any more time, is this something that we can see going somewhere? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we're not aligned in our intentions and motives and things that are important, Mm -hmm. then let's go ahead and cut ties. And I think a lot of times, you know, people go too long without knowing or getting into the conversation about what's really important. Mm -hmm. And then that's why you end up with bitter bitter breakups. Mm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't have a problem with that. I would be totally fine. So how would you answer the question? Huh. Well, I would I would start by letting them know that um, I'm an I am a man of intention. Okay, I am someone who purpose gets up with purpose and does everything possible to achieve whatever it is I'm setting out to do. Um, I mean, and that, there's a lot to unfold in that question, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I, I think that that's definitely where I, w- I would begin it, you know, just being a, a person of intention, good intention, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Meaning that whatever it is that I say, mm-hmm. that's what I intend on, on doing. You can count on whatever it is that I'm, I, say, I tell you. Um, I'm a man that's going to always be down for my family and go and put my family first, my family's needs first. Um, and sometimes that means being selfless. And I'm totally fine with being selfless when it comes to the needs of my family. Um, but again, you know what I'm saying? I, even though I'm, I wouldn't be offended by the question, mm-hmm. I think that I think that it's a lot to unfold. Because I believe a lot of men's men are men's. <laughs> a lot of men's, a lot of men's um, natural response would be to state what they provide mm-hmm. financially. Yes. What do I bring to the table? Well, I make such and such. You know, I work at da 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 da, and I'm I have this and I have that. But it's to me, it's more than again going back to. Um, the video that we shared is more than just what I can bring financially. I bring a lot to the table because I bring me. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot that I have to offer. Mm-hmm. And to just tell you in one sitting mm-hmm. wouldn't even do justice. Mm-hmm. So, how, what do you think? I agree. Thank goodness you never have to be in that position. <laughs> <laughs> At all. And I think I would probably be thrown off by the question and I would focus more on them. What is it that you're looking for? Mm 
Hmm. Like, what is it exactly do you need a woman to bring to the table? That's that would be my my move on that question. And it's because at, at the same time, not getting smart or anything, but every man needs different qualities. Yeah. And like I basically I want to cut to the chase and it's like to basically see if I'm able to provide you exactly what you need because I know what I can bring to the table. I'm definitely going to be your helpmate. I can definitely add to your income. We can definitely build together. Do you want a business? Okay. I can help you build a business. You want to build a house? Okay. Let's go ahead and build a house. Like, what is it? You want a family? Okay, let's build a family. Like, what is it that you're trying to achieve? And I think when you put the question back on them, they have to reevaluate self. And it's like, do you do you know exactly what you want yeah. in life? So, I mean, I'm confident in myself and what I can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And I think I provide a... Well, I bring the service, (laughs) as they like to say, of being a good helpmate to help build you into the person that you want to be. Not that I want you to be. Right. And that's very important. And I think the other side of that is being able to, like, for instance, when you say, well, what is it that you need? It's also important to be mature enough to say, if the case, I can't provide that. Yeah, exactly. I, that's, that's not who I am. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's not play these games. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. We're adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and admit, like, no, I'm good at what I'm good at, but I'm not willing to do that. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because some of these men out here, I mean, they have some crazy expectations. As and, do women. <laughs> no, I mean, as do women. It's, it's some men out there, which is a whole nother topic. But I want to, when we have this conversation, I want to have um, people that mm-hmm. can actually okay. speak about it. But a lot, it's some men out there that believe they want more than one wife. And it's oh. like, if you can't handle one, sir, how is it that you're going to handle two? Yeah, like you said, that's a conversation. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Okay, so before we go, you know, it's been a while. Yes. You know, but we brought back out these uh, tonight, let's talk conversation cards. Okay. All right? Yes. So I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to pull the first card. Okay. And we're going to get into And we are not drinking. (laughs) You clearly have a margarita in your glass. Oh, this, is that what this is? Wow. Okay. So, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to read the first card. Okay. So, oh, what is your biggest dream and how can I make it a reality? Woo! Wow, I love that. I know. I love that question. So, my biggest dream, which is definitely going to be a reality. um, I created a vision board years ago and... It's only two more things that, I, that are on that list that I haven't accomplished okay. yet. One is moving out of state. Done. The second is building my dream home. And my ODM is a witness. I don't know if he remember, but he had me create that vision board mm-hmm. in, what was it? In 2008. Okay. And it's 2022 now, and yeah. I'm finally knocking 
everything, everything off, off of that list. list. So, yes. So, as long as I move you out of state and help you build your dream home, I'm the man. That's the last thing on my list. I'm the man. That's all I heard. <laughs> all I heard is I'm the man. <laughs> you the man. All right, go ahead. Pull the car, baby. Okay. Do you feel like I'm living up to my full potential as a person? Why or why not? Ooh, your full No, I don't. Why? And the reason I say no is because I see you. I see that you have so many ideas. And although I, I think that in the past few years, you've gotten over a lot of fears mm -hmm. and you've conquered a lot of fears, I still see you holding back. And I think sometimes that you're holding back is a result of how you feel like you're going to make other people feel. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, so living up to your full potential, yeah. So, no, I, I don't think you're living up to your full potential because I, I know there's a whole lot more that's in you, but I can see other, just your, your, your feelings about other people keeping you from, and, but I also believe that this move mm -hmm. is going to be an opening for you to, to walk into some, some greater things. Yay. I, I like that answer. I knew you would. All right, so what's one thing I could do to earn more of your respect? Explain. Red, <sighs> these questions. Man, honestly, it's nothing that you can do more because I have the utmost respect for you. The utmost. That's so dope. it's no room for That's anything dope. else. I love that. That's dope. All right. And, and I, I don't have the most respect for you as well. No, I'm sorry. I go ahead. You Read did. another question. You, I can tell with your actions. Mm -hmm. Okay. From 1 to 10, how would you rate our level of communication? Explain. From 1 to 10, I would definitely rate it between an 8 and a 9. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is because there has been tremendous growth in that area from the beginning of our relationship. Like like we said earlier in the in the episode in this show, we just recently had an uncomfortable conversation. A conversation that could have gone anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um and several years ago, we probably would have avoided that conversation for fear of conflict. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely rate it up high. And the only reason I say eight or nine is because Although I don't feel like there's anything that I can't tell you, I always know that there's room for improvement. And, mm -hmm. I, and I do also acknowledge the fact that, you know, there still are some things that are uncomfortable that we may try to uh, tiptoe yeah. around from time to time. But for the most part, yeah. And I think that's so important in a relationship, <sighs> communication. But I think the key with communication and having difficult conversations is your delivery. Yes. And I think that if people focus on their delivery, um, think about think about what you say before you actually yeah. say it and be mindful of yeah. hurting. You know, I don't never want to hurt your feelings. Right. You don't want to hurt my feelings. Right. And I think that's probably where the other 2% comes from yeah. is us not wanting to hurt one another. Absolutely. Or and, and also, it's like the more that you grow, the more that you should be aware of how your delivery impacts your partner and how mm -hmm. what type of messages that they receive best. Mm -hmm. um, 
So that's that's part of it. Like you can have a difficult conversation, Mm -hmm. but it has to be delivered in a way that you know that your spouse, your partner, is going to receive it the best way. Yes, and 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 that takes some time. That Mm -hmm. takes and that takes being deliberate, right, in your communication. Absolutely. Okay, one more each. What would you say is the most intimate non-sexual moment we have shared? The most intimate non-sexual moment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've had so many moments. Okay, I know. Can you think of anything that... Yes, I care. Okay. It was years ago. Do you remember when... You were the coach for the Striders. You I were do. coaching the Striders. I do. And the way you would look at me as I was sitting out there on the bleachers, it was so intimate. Really? And I could like, I felt like we were just connecting with our eyes. Oh, that's dope. And I, I mean, I was looking cute with mm-hmm. my little dress. and mm-hmm. But yeah, it wasn't sexual, but it was very intimate. Okay, okay. I think for me... The most intimate non-sexual experience. It would probably have to be when I was able to share with you a lot of my most inner thoughts and feelings about certain situations. Yes. Um, And the reason that I was able to do that is because some of them were uncomfortable. um, But I knew I didn't feel that I would be judged. Mm Mm-hmm based on you know some of the things that I, I felt to share some of the things that bothered me um, some of the things that I dealt with you know or was even insecure about so yeah that's probably one of the most intimate non-sexual experiences yeah and I'm com- like I'm so confident in our relationship like I tell you absolutely everything mm-hmm. there's nothing about me that you don't know you know the good you know yeah. the bad, and you know the ugly. You know when I've been in situations where I was absolutely wrong. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't think I know all. Well, you shared quite well, a bit. I with shared me. quite Whoa, a bit. Yeah, you shared quite a bit with I me. I shared quite a bit. But I'm comfortable with you mm-hmm. to the point where I know you won't judge me. And yeah, I've yeah. told you crazy stuff. But... Absolutely. All right, last question. It's on you. It's on me. It's on all right. You. What specific part of me do you never want to change? What part of you do I never want to change? Oh, man, that's a, that's a tough because it's, I really wouldn't want to change anything about you. But um, I guess I would never want to change the way that you dream big. Your big ideas. Mm-hmm. Like you have really big <laughs> ideas. Sometimes I think they're too big. Exactly. <laughs> like, and, and I think that if you're going to have ideas, that those should be how it is. They should be ideas that are too big. Mm-hmm. Um, most of us are afraid to even fathom those type of ideas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you have really big ideas, and I, I, I want you to always continue to dream big the way that you do. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I would never want to change about you is the way you love. Mm. You love with everything within you. You, I can feel 
like your love for me. Mm -hmm. I feel your love for all of our kids. Mm -hmm. I feel the love that you have for our family and for our friends. Yeah. And I wouldn't change that for for anything. All right. All right. <laughs> so that's our show. Yes. Hey, thank you guys. Hey, make sure you go check us out on Apple Podcast, Spot, Spotify, and everywhere that you uh, download your what is it podcast. Yes. And also check out our YouTube channel, which is HHO Podcast. All right. Mm-hmm. So we'll look for you guys there. See you next week. Peace. Yeah. Did you enjoy the show?